1: Live. This episode is being recorded and streamed live on TalkShoe.com. This episode is also being streamed to the following platforms. YouTube Live. You are joining the online studio. Your line is muted. Only the host can unmute your line. Raise your hand using star 2 so the host knows when you want
0: to speak. 9.30 central. 10.30 if you're on the East Coast. Galaxy Talk Radio brings you soul vibration with your regular hosts for today, Corey Jeffrey Sr. and Dr. Nanana Kwaku. The the date is August 9th, Thursday, 2018. Visit us online all the time at www.t25cl.com and tune into Monday, Compton Politics with Lorenzo Elvis Murphy. Wednesday, Roslyn's Corner with Roslyn Jordan Mills. Saturday, two shows, United We Stand with Andre Ward, followed by In This Place. If you know of any men or women formerly incarcerated that are looking for jobs or housing, contact the Jeffries Peace Project at 510-691-7090. If you know of any families in need of a solution having family issues, contact Family Solutions, Inc. at 707 344 or go to www.noangernoviolence.org. Dr. Kwaku, we welcome you into the show uh, at the beginning here with us. Uh, say hello to everybody as we get ready to talk about the al uh, reconstruction as an African inference for um, meaning land of the blacks so uh give us give us a shot dr kweku and uh you're not recording oh i'm not recording no i'm telling you uh, you gotta get recorded. oh this oh okay this thing said you oh. gotta start off you can still it's not seven thirty. oh okay well see in my ear it said it said you are recording it actually said that in my ear. Yeah, but you gotta turn the record on. Oh, okay. So I just hit. Yeah. Okay. Well, let me start. Okay, I'll start over. Unmuted. You are listening to T25CL Entertainment Radio. The time is 7.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8.30 Mountain, 9.30 Central. 10 30 on the east coast this august 9th thursday 2018 galaxy talk radio brings you soul vibrations with your regular host for the day corey jeffrey senior and dr Nanana kwaku visit us online all the time at www.t25cl.com and tune in monday to compton politics with lorenzo elvis murphy wednesday Rise's corner with Roz and jordan mills saturday two shows Andre Ward takes you to United We Stand, followed by In This Place. If you know of any men or women formerly incarcerated that are looking for jobs or housing, contact the Jeffries Peace Project at 510-691-7090, or for Family Solutions, Inc., if you have uh, some family issues, you can contact Dr. Nana Kwaku at 707-344-3919, or visit him, uh, his website, .uh, um, www.NoAngerNoViolence.org. Dr. Kwaku is with us today at the beginning of the show. We're going to talk about uh, the uh, uh, Alcabulon Reconstruction, which is an African inference, meaning Land of the Blacks, and what can we do uh, in the African diaspora to get back to this concept. Uh, Dr. Kwaku, we welcome you to the show. How are you well, doing? Well, thank
1: today? you. I'm doing wonderful, brother. Thank you very much. And I'm glad to be back on live with my brother, uh, brother Corey Jeffries here. So uh, uh, as he stated previously, we are going to be talking about Akiba Law Reconstruction. And what that is all about is what we're trying to do is to Enlighten people, or get the how to motivate people to change the trajectory of how we are
2: perceived
1: worldwide, not just in America, and get people to understand that no matter what position you're in, that whether you're a PhD or you go to Stanford or USC, uh, uh, play football or basketball, no matter what you do, in America and worldwide, we are still slaves, and I say that with this uh, preface it, that we are still slaves because we don't control anything. You may be making a great salary individually, but we don't control no resources. Everything that we use or need or have to have for for life, for survival, to raise our families, we have to go to the the, the power source, and that power source right now happens to be uh, these people from the Carcass Mountains that have found a way to dominate the whole world and to garner up and control all of the resources. So once again, I'm glad to be be back on uh, Soul Vibrations, and we are really uh, would like for you to call in and be a part of the show. Let us know what you think, and we don't know everything, but we are certainly – Uh, We're trying to learn uh, right along with you. We are going to share uh, things about ourselves and what we think and how we feel and how we arrived at the place that we are in in life. So once again, welcome and glad to be back on the show. Back to you, Corey.
0: Okay. Well, thank you, Doc. Um, um, What we're going to delve into, too, is what are some examples, just uh, simple things that we can do. Uh, you know, as individuals in our in our communities, because um, whether you can whether uh, those of you listening can can understand this or not, I'm sure you can. Um, it's the simple things that get us going. You know, we've like Dr. Quick, who said, has has stated numerous times that we we buy into things, you know, that aren't uh, 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 of, of the type of what we need that would empower us in our community and fix our fix our problems, and and of, and of course, African Americans are uh, over a trillion dollars in spending every year, and our money does not circulate. But there's a need when we talk about health and wellness, and social justice, and voter's registration, and just education in general, which starts at home. And there's because of these needs, there are things that we can do as startups to Uh, fix our own problems in our communities, but we have to renew our mindset to actually conceptualize this and bring it to fruition. Uh, We have a caller on the line now, Dr. Kwaku, I'd like to share with us here, and perhaps um, uh, after this person tells us uh, what his name is and where he's calling from, if he would like to, uh, uh, give us an example, uh, in your opinion, of what you think might be one of the ways that we can actually address some of the issues that we have. So we're gonna go to you, caller. Please uh, share with us who you are and uh, give us a little insight from your perspective.
2: Mr. Smith, we have Paul Washington.
0: Hey, Mr. Washington, how you doing today?
2: Well, I'm fine, good to be here this evening.
0: Good, great Great to have you on the show. We were just talking about uh, in the introduction about the uh, uh, Alcibiad reconstruction, which goes uh, an African inference, meaning uh, land of the blacks. That's what that means. And and what we mean by that is, what can we do uh, with everything that's going on in the United States and what has been going on uh, in effects to the Black diaspora? What can we do to jumpstart uh, healing and fixing the issues that? Still plagues throughout urban America and actually across the globe as, as things in Africa um, move forward it defines which way the world is turning um, uh, what can you what can you contribute to this mr. Washington in your opinion
2: well my, my opinion um, I've been following especially what you're talking about has been my my mindset when I suppose I've been um, communicating with you as far as to try kind to of create some type of a message to bring the black communities um, of blacks into a community-type mentality. You know, we've uh, come migrations over years and settled, but we're not settling anymore. We're moving around from generation to the next generation and not creating that that bond of family anymore. So, um, you know, like I explained to you before, anything that I can help engage with as far as community activism, anything that can create that sense of community that creates that that sense of family um, i'm on board so i know that you know the message is long but that's what we need to recreate that mentality of family and community
0: oh okay okay dr kwaku would you like to delve in on some of this some more uh
1: well, yes uh, uh, of course uh yeah uh, welcome to the show mr washington we're great, glad to have you on again and I certainly agree that we need to, you know, bring about a family uh, gathering in terms of us coming together and becoming one family, and that's the family of African people, uh, worldwide. And and one of the main, uh, you know, objectives it has to be: how do we reclaim the resources that have been taken from us? A lot of people talk about freedom and and, and civil rights and justice, but I, I, I don't believe there's a way for us to achieve that without having some control over what happens to us and how we are able to have access to, to the things necessary for us to be an independent nation. And we are an independent nation. Our people are all over this planet. We're scattered. We're disillusioned. We, we are lost. We are accepting all kinds of doctrine uh, that takes us away from where we, our original spirituality, from where we came from, from our ancestors. We have to get back to that. We have been participating in these sick, uh, uh, I don't know what you would call them, religions or uh, belief systems. For the last 2,000 years, and I'm not talking about 450 years or 500 years of slavery, I'm talking about since they first came into Africa and invaded and started shoving Islam and Christianity and all these other religions down our throat. We have bought into those systems more so than anybody else on the planet, yet we are still in 2018, the last had in the first five, we're still at the bottom of the totem pole, and and I'm not associating our progress with how much money people make. Because yes, we have uh, some millionaires. Yes, we have people making millions of dollars playing basketball, football. Yes, we have some professors teaching at some of the major universities, but they're still teaching the ca- Caucasian uh, psychology. In other words, the only thing that we have gained from being in this system is learning how to be like them. We have been taught to try to act like them to the point where we believe that we can't be successful unless we act like them, even though we may be walking around with uh, two or three uh, sheepskins hanging on our wall. We may be making two or $300,000 a year, but yet and still when it comes to what, you know, what is it that we have that we control? We don't control anything, we don't have any resources. Every dollar that comes into our, our community goes back out to other groups. So how do we overcome that? And that's the question I wanna leave out there for anybody else who happens to be on the show tonight. What do you think would, would be necessary for us to reclaim our right for place in the world and become the rulers of our own destiny. Back to you, Corey. Okay, Um, uh, do you have
0: anything
1: No, I can't hear anything, man. I can hear you coming out of the kitchen, but I can't, I can't hear you on the phone.
2: Mic or something out, plug.
1: you sure? Uh, I haven't heard him. What was that? This is Paul. I haven't heard Corey. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I'll I'll, uh, go ahead and try to fill up some time here and try to talk to people in, you know, about what we need to do, what I believe we need to do. And these are my, my personal thoughts, and they come from experiences that I've had in terms of. Trying to seek out information that is that's related to the spiritual spirituality that we come from when we, before our people was brought here uh, to america. and And I believe that we have the ability to cleanse our mind and our spirit and our soul of of all of these things. and but we have to wake up and realize that we can control the thoughts that go through our mind. If you can control your thoughts, then you have the ability to control what happens to you and what you will do and what you will not do. But for whatever reason, we've been taught uh, what they call education here in America where you are trained. It's not real education. It's not knowledge. It's not wisdom. It's it's it. They teach you how to roll over and stand up, bark, sing, dance and do all of the things that, that uh, entertain other people. But nobody, there's not one system in place that teaches people how to, uh, you know, how to control themselves, that they have control of their thoughts, that you are not uh, here on this planet seeking God. You already are one with the Creator. You are one with the Creator. And that is the difference between people from our culture and the people, the culture here in America. You know, we always were taught and were believed that we were one with the creator, that we didn't need to look for, uh, you know, our power source outside of ourselves. So by buying into this whole concept of Christianity, uh, of, of waiting on your rewards when you die, that is not the way we were created, that is not the culture, that we originated from. This is why we are so confused and baffled. This is why we uh, have, have turned against each other because we don't know who we are. It's time to get back to being who you are and be proud of who you are. And so, once we do that, we will find ourselves uh, traveling in a different, uh, in a different way, in terms of uh, how to overcome or how to be creative and how to be one with that connection again. So we have the ability to do that, you know, and and nobody can teach you that. But first you have to learn how to get control of your mind. And I would suggest to anybody out there who happens to be listening tonight that we have to get rid of all of this stuff that we've been taught. We have to cleanse this stuff out of our mind. And, and, and do not be afraid to to step out on your own and be you, you know. Stop trying to be like somebody else or stop trying to impress somebody else. And, and that's what we've been relocated to in America. We think we can be great football players, great basketball players, golfers, tennis players, and all of these things. And that they teach us that if we could just do those things, well, we'll make money and we'll be rich, but that has done nothing to regain the control of the resources that have been taken from us. If we want those things back, then it's going to require we have a complete change of of of, of our mindset. Very you know true. in order to in order to make that happen, that means we have to let go of some stuff. when you Uh, want to change a certain kind of behavior, you have to replace it with something positive. You have to control the negative and the positive. And we've been taught that everything that we, that where all the power lies is something that is outside of us. Everything is within our reach. It's within our mind. And all we have to do is just believe that, That is the way we were created. That's who we are. And refuse to accept anything less than that moving forward. We need to start practicing meditation. We need to, this is one of the ways where you you will be able to cleanse your spirit, to cleanse, uh, uh, give your mind a rest from all of this confusion that we've been wrapped up in since we've been in this country. So it's now time you know, we, it's not time for marching, it's not time for singing, it's not time for trying to be like somebody else. It is a time to be yourself and to call on the spiritual power that brought our, that, that our ancestors, that brought us on this planet, that made us the, the, the people who laid the foundation of the world. And it's, mm-hmm. and it, it's there, it's within our reach. But we must believe in ourselves, and to believe in yourself, it means you've got to let go of all of the stuff that you've been taught. Uh, back to you, Corey.
0: Yes, thank you very much, and I apologize. We had <clears throat> I had a technical issue uh, over here with my mic, but <clears throat> everything's okay now. Thanks for your patience. Um, Dr. Kwaku and uh, uh, our guest, Paul Washington, if you're still there, are you still with us, Paul? Yes, I'm here. OK, well, I want to pose this to anybody who'd like to answer this one. Um, uh, now, you mentioned earlier, Dr. Kwaku, you know, uh, about about those of us that have a lot of wealth, uh, you know, your LeBron James's, your yeah. Oprah Winfrey's and so on and so forth. There's a lot of us that have power. And of course, they're doing some great works out there. But let's talk about us who are here in the trenches that don't have this wealth. And, and but um, my question is, wh- what can we do when we don't have any operating capital? And this, this isn't a trick question, because there are some things that we can do, but the people need to hear some of the things that we can do when we don't have any startup capital, but when we have things, needs that, that have to be met, like health and wellness issues. Um, Again, social justice, education things, What, uh, in anybody's opinion, what are some of the things that we can do to engage even though we don't have any startup money? Anybody want to tackle that one? Okay, let let, let me start off. I'll start off uh, by just saying this. And this is one of the things, one of many things that our collectives are doing. And I'm talking about T25 Family Solutions. Uh, uh, my brother Paul Washington, who's going to be with us on some of the things that we're doing, and most of the things that we're doing as a as a uh, promoter. He's in the entertainment industry. Um, we have to realize we have to part of renewing our minds mean means doing things with um with an attitude of giving and a lot of times you can come across the just exactly what you need instead of uh in a different way you know the traditional way is to start a business you get your licensing whether you're an llc a corporation or whatever get your business license and the first thing we do is we try and find either a venture capitalist who who's a sponsor of sorts, but of course, you're subject to lose your successful business when you deal with venture capitalists. So we go to banks, and that means credit and applying for loans and having um, assets that you can put up against these loans and things, which would still put you at risk based upon certain timelines that these banks usually design for you. So what are ways that we can, um, still uh, uh, deal with some of the issues that need to be met without going that traditional uh, route. And one of the ones that I've come to understand is when when you, starting a nonprofit is a very easy, simple thing to do. And of course, you start off with getting your articles in place, which means um, getting having your paperwork in order. It's something that you can do for a very small minimal cost, and you can even start that up online, and operate as uh, long as you're under ten thousand dollars without any monies down up front, and you usually take uh, uh, to get it to get your your articles in place to where you can start receiving money um, upwards of ten thousand dollars or more. Uh, it's just a few hundred dollars to get started. And of course, a few hundred dollars is a lot when you're you know when you're in transition from one career to another or you're living on a fixed income or something like that. But partnering up, finding other organizations that are like-minded with what it is you want to do will also give you an opportunity to uh, get yourself uh, rooted. And, and once you've done that, for instance, take my situation. I'll just use a little piece of it. I started the Jeffrey's Peace Project with the basic uh, monetary needs for incorporating your paperwork. And uh, aside from that, um, uh, doing some research on my own. Writing grants are something that we can all do, but you have to have patience to do it. You have to study. There are online things that you can refer to. That will show you just some of the basic things. Some organizations that are out there, like Chevron and and, and and a lot of the banks and so on and so forth, they have foundations set up and they get tax breaks to give away money. So there's money out there, but it's all about you aligning yourself with what the needs are and what uh, um, uh, issues you want to you you want to uh, uh, participate in and. Um, uh, just, you know, just just without going too far into that, I started this organization, um, and I'm going to go to uh, Dr. Kweku in just a second here. I started this organization um, just really basic, and the relationships that I've made, when you get out there and you start networking, you'll find people that may have something their nonprofit that you might not have. You know, there's a checklist of things that you have to be willing to provide to to, uh, qualify. And I'll keep it simple. Uh, When you eat dinner, you eat a well-rounded meal, you eat fruit, vegetables, meat, potatoes, bread, glass of milk. Suppose you only have a glass of milk and bread. You wanna align yourself with another organization or other organizations that can fulfill the rest of those needs. Once you've done that and you've hit all the check boxes, you you are pretty much in tune with um, qualifying to get a grant. You have to make a shopping list for the things that you need. There are other organizations out there that can donate materials, office equipment, and things like that. It takes a lot of research to actually get it off the ground, but you can do this with just about no money at all. And as you start building on your relationships with like-minded organizations you will find strength in numbers and, and 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 qualifying criteria that you may not have uh directly yourself but you may have through those relationships so that's one of the things um dr kweku i think is trying to um, get in get in here too you have something you want to add to that dr Kwaku?
1: Oh, yes, I just uh, just a couple of things. I mean, I, I certainly agree with uh, some of the things that you just stated. But I think one of the major things we need to do is we need to learn how to support each other. And we also, we have to, we have to start keeping, if we are going to make in excess of a trillion dollars, but don't keep any of it, once again, everything, all we're doing is being consumers for all the other groups. I think that we have to we have to find a way to start supporting our businesses. We have to find a way to keep the money in the community, because let's face it, they have control of all the resources. The only way we get control of some of them resources is we have to get some money and we have to get that some power. So that means that we have to stop doing what we're doing. What we're doing now is spinning our wheels because we're working. And some of us are making large amounts of money. But when you look at us, the totality, we don't have anything that resembles a community anymore. I don't care what community you go to, whether it's the Puerto Rican, the Asians, the Mexicans, the Jews, or whoever they are, all of these different groups have managed to find a way to keep their resources and keep most of their dollars uh working for them in the, in their communities. We are still the only group on the planet that still you know um 80% of what we make uh eight, you know 78% of that goes to other groups. So we don't have we don't have any bank. We in order to have some power, we have to have resources. We have to have some dollars. And that means that we have to go out of our way the same way we have to clean our mind and we have to clean our spirit. We have to go out of our way to support other black businesses. And we have to not be afraid to venture out there and create another business. Because as long as we're working for somebody else and buying everything from somebody else, we'll always be just consumers. So what we turn into is, is a consumer slaves, mm-hmm. you know, because that's all we're doing. We're working and buying from other groups. They are achieving great wealth. They're sending their kids to the finest colleges. They're living in the great communities. They have the greatest schools for their, for their children to be in. And we are still in a state of, of waiting on them to make a decision to give us some money or take some money. You know, our kids are failing in the schools. We're losing our, our kids uh, to these systems. Where uh, I was looking at a thing the other day and I, it made me sicker. And this was even on the continent where people were buying cream trying to turn themselves white because we have sunk so low And our, you know, about who we are. We don't know who we are to the, the, we look at ourselves as being ugly we look at ourselves as not being uh, not being a a real viable human being you know we are the first people on this planet we're the first people on this planet where did we lose uh contact with that source from it came about through slavery it came about through wars it's now time for a new kind of war and that war is a revolution of your mind so that you understand that in 2018 we're still asking them for jobs we're still being told what to do we're still being we're not being hung we're being shot down by the police and any other concerned citizen so it's now time for us to wake up and realize the only persons or persons that can protect us is us but it means that we have to put something on the line. We have mm-hmm. to stand up for our women. We mm-hmm. have to stand up for our children. If that means that we have to give up this this life that we that we're living right now, in order to make that happen, then we should be ready to stand in line and do it. Martin did it. Malcolm did it. Uh, you know, Gavi did it. A lot of brothers and sisters have contributed. At the risk of their own lives. Mm -hmm. And we are running around trying to be like somebody else, trying to emulate somebody else, or walking around talking about we don't, there is no such thing as race. Believe me, that's not the way they see it. And we had better wake up to the fact that we were once the leaders of all races on this planet. And back to you, Corey. Thank you.
0: Yes. Um, <clears throat> um, is there anyone else? Um, or would you like to to um, chime in, Mr. Washington? Or are you? Well, I agree absurdly. with uh, everything
2: I quickly said. Um, mm-hmm. I spoke on last week. Um, it's creating that mindset. I mean, it's, we got, we got a lot of work to do because it's more of creating that entity of us unifying and understanding as a whole, what we have to do, meaning it's there.
1: <clears throat> Excuse
2: me. Like Dr. Quaker said, you got the other cultures that come from other countries. This is what I've been studying and looking at and what I've always felt, even in corporate America, when I was working at Kaiser, 28 years, you know, um, at one point, and I just go back in my own experience, um, I got approached by another brother, Afro-American, and he looked at my job title, mainframe analyst, that type of thing, but he said, it's not enough of us in the computer field, in IT. It was rare. It was rare that position I had. even see another black man in that position. Say so never seen nobody at Bank of America or Wells Fargo or anything like that, but I grew up in the Bay Area, you know, Berkeley, the multicultural thing, but even at that time, in the 70s and the early 80s, we still had a identity because we still had the black-owned stores. We had the identities from the old job and the labor force. Now, I've always used to bring up situations and say the things that created and that we helped build America. Things that we looked down on years ago, meaning it was the jobs of the butler, the maid. Um, chauffeurs, whatever it meant to be, the garbage man, um, the jobs that we had that created and implemented, we looked mm-hmm. down on some type of way of society, and we looked up like Dr. We said we wanted to be like them. We want to have an office job we want to do this year. That's growth. But if you look now today, all the other minorities, all the other groups that come in, those are the jobs that's already available and the high-paying jobs now. Those are the jobs that's creating that middle income, um, opportunity to have a family type thing. So we looked away and we reversed a, a lot of our on a lot of stuff. We looked down because that's what Johnny was doing or Bob was at that type of job. But um, our infrastructure is not created enough for us to help one another. It's almost like, hey, I got mine, get yours. You know, so it's more of really implementing the mindset of what is – black culture okay what is that extension like i was talking about last week that we can create i'm learning about import exports um the whole trade the tariff the whole thing that these politics is really dealing with you know we're looking at it from a city local government but on on a on a on a on a countrywide level we're not involved in the real money we're not involved in the real trade we're not involved what's happening in across the borders and the sea. We're not, we're not involved in the mineral rights and the riches that we have from Africa. We're not operating on that level. But the Chinese man, the even the Indian at this point, came over to 7-Elevens and things. I've been watching the news over in their country. Their country is doing a restructure. Their country is trying to re-educate. Okay, but then that goes back to the people with the family in the United States that relates to that country. Okay, just like we have all the minerals, everything in Africa, but we're not doing anything in that country to help sustain our culture in the United States. That's where I think we we now what fifth on the total pole about to be fifth, fourth. Okay, so we have to create that wealth, even though we're working, we're going jobs. I'm starting another little new job, little hustle little thing I'm doing, but we're not in place to where I can reach out. And say, okay, here's my skills, here's my background, 25 years, 28 years of IT. I know XYZ. How can I be a helping hand to a black organization? Versus, I'm just a helping hand to the next man that's willing to hire me and take advantage of my skills, like that Quaker said. Okay, here's the minimum wage, here's this. They ain't looking at the skills. They looking at what he basically said, he gave it a perfect example. Here's a man, he's educated, he's smart and I can have him jump the hoops and bounds for this little bit of money because he needed. okay? So it's still even that mentality. Mm-hmm. We have mm-hmm. to recreate that through our foundation, what we're trying to do, to the messages, to the media organizations you're trying to start, foot soldiers. We have to go back to that black is proud and create mm-hmm. the finances. We have to go back to economics uh, one-on-one okay teach this new culture or at least giving them enough subliminal messages but they'll look back on their own instead of looking mm-hmm. at public opinion mm-hmm. try to figure out something for themselves they have all the technology in the world now to look at something that somebody just threw in their face versus taking a first-stance opinion they can actually look it up and get facts
1: yeah.
2: and I think well, that'll if... be the real key we need to start mm-hmm. now Letting the black community know: Don't be opinionated. It's things you can look up as facts. And with Dr. Quaker's history and the things he's been involved in the past, he's actually lived factual situations. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Well, that's
2: the story. Be- that we don't have no more. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Those are all good points, uh, Paul, and and um, I'm going to use I'm going to use all of us right now as a as an example. So. So we can cut right to the chase because we know renewing our minds is one of the things that we need to do. We know educating our kids at home and these are all topical formulas that uh, that we know will work. And and so what I want to get to is, is, is just sharing just a couple of examples. So perhaps it can spark some ideas with some people that are out there. Um, I, I worked for the court system a number of years and, and, uh, uh, you know, I mean, towards the end of my, um, corporate career, you might say, you know, I've done a lot of things prior to that, Paul, you worked with Kaiser, uh, um, and, and Dr. Kwaku, uh, you know, uh, you've, you've Worked for for businesses and companies before, as has our Galaxy Chief Andre Ward and many of the other people that that well, you know we've all come in contact with collectively as we we as we have found each other now at this point. Here's one of the things that we have actually done. Dr. Kwaku um, is a clinical psychiatrist who knows psychologist a psychologist. I'm sorry, clinical psychologist. Pardon me. Um, is that there is a difference between the two. Um, uh, What I learned in the courts uh, in terms of incarceration and and, and criminal justice and things of that nature, there's there's something in the community that goes to both of these things that Kwaku and I have both um, studied uh, most recently and and over the years. Um, Paul Washington's abilities. in, in the IT industry as well as uh, in, in the music industry and in entertainment industry. Um, the point that I'm getting at is all of us have found something that we can do together. And we know that our talents, when you look at something, sometimes to heal people, you have to find something that gets their attention. Everybody goes to out here in the Bay Area, they go to Yoshi's, There's there's these entertainment venues where people will go to see headline artists for food and entertainment. We always we always look to relax and you know have vehicles that take us away from our daily struggles and things you know uh, as a form of relaxation. We turn often to uh, good music, good food, libation, you know, entertainment. Now, what we have done collect the collectives that we have together what we have done was we are and what we are working on are concepts to take advantage of, of, of this entertainment industry and I don't mean for the sake of just entertainment we can use the venue the music the food the vibration as a backdrop to the actual platform which would be having an event, that deals with sarcoidosis, which African-Americans are three times more likely to get, uh, according to the Bernie Mac Foundation. Bernie Mac passed away. And there are a lot of faces of, 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 of famous people that have had and have sarcoidosis. We look at childhood diabetes in the African-American communities at an all-time high. We look at lupus and MS and just a variety of ills that manifest themselves medically in the, in, the, in the community. We look at Dr. Watson and the James Wildness Center. This, this doctor who's homegrown in the Bay Area has a free clinic that helps deal with some of these issues and provides medical care. So what we have found that we can do, uh, we look at voter's registration. Uh, the Bayou Meets the Bay Classic Foundation is really implementing something in voter's registration. Now, you have organizations out there and philanthropies and private industries that donate money to causes and to nonprofit organizations. So we have come up with some plans that are in the works. And of course, it costs money to get a venue to use like this, you know, but you have to, again, you have to do the research. We've searched around and we have found an alignment of venues in the Bay Area, meaning in the East Bay, West Bay, down there, Silicon Valley, and, and, and democratic, democratic, uh, demographic areas where we can do multiple, we can do the same event in multiple places because they're spread out enough. The Bay Area is broad. So we, we are, everybody's working, everybody has their own brand, everybody has their own bills to pay, but we are we are gathering and collectively Putting our our monetary resources together in numbers to get what it needs to qualify to get into one of these venues. And once you once you secure a venue, you have to have a plan in place. What 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 is the event going to be about? Who's going to be uh, your 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 entertainment uh, um, artist in terms of putting a face on there? Somebody that will. A track that will draw a crowd. I'm going to just go out on the limb and say, if everybody knew Michael Jackson was coming to one of these venues, they would show up. It wouldn't even matter whether it was a nonprofit event and it had to deal with lupus or or childhood diabetes or whatever. People would come because Michael Jackson's going to be there. So. Um, when you get people to come to a place because you have a face that they recognize that they can identify with and they know they're going to you know be entertained they're going to they're, they're going to eat good food all you have to do is align yourself with other organizations with nonprofit organizations that are giving and doing something in the community they 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 can get sponsorships they can get grant money in other words you can the money that you make at the gate and the sponsorship money you're creating a revenue stream and the more organizations that you partner up with and the more ills and the more issues that you attach yourself to what you get is a consistent stream of events that you can do on a once a month basis you can grow it to a two a month basis if you have enough if you have enough relationships venue wise where you have maybe three or four places where you can rotate these different nonprofit organizations, what you're creating is a revenue stream of constant monies that you can use to do more in the community and to reinvest in other aspects of business. T 25 CL is a conduit, meaning that it's a vehicle for um, internet and their and and and, and their uh, and social media and and the relationship they have uh with the film industry that's being built and with live tv we have a relationship in all aspects of media internet radio and television regular radio and television printed uh newspaper and also um though that might become obsolete at some time we're also talking about um electronic uh um you know, news media and things of that nature, but all of these things take time to build on. But when you have a core group that's like-minded and you start your plan by the strength that you have in numbers, anything is possible. You have to remember when you do these things and you create this revenue that you constantly leave something, put something away to keep it alive you don't go out and start spending like we've like we've habitually done and bought new cadillacs and new houses and then we look to see where we're going to find some more money once you start growing that that money it's an it's imperative that you continue with that money you continue to rein you continue investing it and that's just the example that i that i want to use just to just to let just to let everybody know that there are some works that are in place and the things that we're doing are predicated on us getting together making time for each other making a plan uh, everybody getting in a lane and picking up uh, a, a, a baton a mantra or whatever and getting this process started but we will keeping you. We'll be keeping you tuned in as these shows continue. We need your support. Tell your friends. Tell people um, out on the street. Tell uh, even people that you don't get along with that we can we can get along by dialogue. And this is a this is a platform that you can use. Anybody can contact us and use this platform to share with us something that we can all learn from gather your facts get your information straight we can agree to disagree that's okay too because there's there's lessons to be learned from that to show that people can disagree but they can still be civil with each other but the fact of the matter is we're here to stay and we're moving forward and we are the perfect platform to 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 really keep this thing moving, uh, Dr. Kwaku. Um, yes. Share share some share some more things, because uh, I think the people need to know exactly um, some things that that, that uh, uh, you've been doing most recently. You've you've really pushed us over the top with some deals recently here that are going to get us connected to all the Bay Area um, access channels you know, and to just talk about some of these things from your perspective. So people will know what it takes to, to make things happen, whether you have the money to make it happen immediately. Yeah.
1: Well, let me just say this, uh, you know, one of the things that we're going to be doing is we're going to be doing some short films. We're going to put together some TV shows, uh, we're going to have to try to find a way to take advantage of every media outlet that exists because we need to get the word out there. And we need people to understand. And one thing I wanted to speak about that uh, uh, Brother Paul was talking about earlier is this whole educational piece. We need to understand that, you know, as a group in America, you know, African Americans are uh, uh, are right up there with some of the best in terms of people who are graduating from colleges and universities. I would just like to state that just because you graduate from a college or a university does not mean that you're making a contribution to the African diaspora. We need people to get educated, to learn the systems, and come back and join us so that we can put together a structural environment for our people to come in and be successful and be judged based on their ability to do the job, to uplift the whole community. You know, because I believe that any one of us can go out and make money. Let's not confuse making money with success because you get, people, we spend more than, than most other groups. That shows that we have the capabilities of making the money. What we have to do is like we internalize all these negative stereotypes about us. We need to internalize how we go out and get those funds and bring that money back to the community and, and, and compute that into resources to help that community to grow so that we can talk to our brothers in uh, in Nigeria, in Ghana, uh, Jamaica, or wherever our people happen to be on this planet. We need to connect those dots up. We need to bring back the Gaviism uh, process, because once we connect with our people in all of these different venues, then we'll be able to to put together uh, mechanics. What was it that Gabe doing Gabe had bought ships to transport uh, things here, for for to for our people to buy, so that we didn't have to go to these systems that are in place that are taking all of our money but not giving nothing back to our community. So, uh, one of the things we want to do is we want to utilize the 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 media outlets. I don't care what it is we need to utilize it to get the word out. And it's all right if you disagree with us. We can agree to disagree. It's all right that if you have another opinion, at least come on here and let's have the dialogue. Let's talk about where do we go from 2018? Because I don't know how many, I'm sure most of you heard, in Chicago last weekend there were 78 shootings, 14 deaths, in one city in our community. And I, you know, I venture to say that most of us don't even know what it was about or what the killings was all about. But we need to come together as a people. We need to stop killing each other. And not only should we stop killing each other, but we need to stop them from killing us. We need to build a a relationship so tight that people will be afraid to come into our community and try to take advantage of us, or abuse our children, or or, 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 or diss our women. You know, we need to stand up and be black men so that our black sisters will be proud to stand beside us. We need to stop going out, and I know a lot of people ain't gonna agree with me, stop marrying white women. These sisters need to stop marrying these white boys. We need to come back home. It's time for us to be a unit again. Because I don't care how many dollars you make, how many movies you make, how many basketballs you dribble, I can tell you right now that you are never ever going to be accepted as an equal and the reason you won't be is because you don't garner any power. We There is power within us coming to get together collectively and doing the things necessary to provide an environment for our children to grow up without so that they stop killing each other. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm saying that to you from my heart and I know that this is what's going on with the people here at the station. We are about the business of trying to come together and we're not about the business of, of, of continuously coming on here talking. This is a talk show. We want people to call in because we want to get your ideas. We want you to share with us. We want to share with you, but we want you to make a commitment, a commitment to do something to elevate your people and yourself. Thank you. Go ahead, Corey.
0: Yes, sir, and we are again um, coming to that time, um, going a little bit short today. We, we've, we've done two hours in the past and and um, today we're just gonna go for an hour. We, we've got a, a, a lot of things coming up this week. We would like to remind people that uh, the Bay Area has been a melting pot for years for social change and social justice um, challenges. You know, um, the Civil Rights era, the Black Panthers, um, and much more than that. But um, we have a a collective group of people here now that really um, uh, inspire me. You know, in terms of in terms of knowing that there's that there's hope for 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 my culture, for my family, for my neighborhood, for my friends, for my associates, for for my people, and uh, I I really believe that um, some of the ills of modern society will be fixed when uh, the ills of the original people are addressed and healed. You know. The, uh, but right now, uh, Donald Trump signed an executive order, and there were some others. Now that there's a uh, Mugambi has been uh, 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 re- replaced uh, in 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 politics the African nations, and now everybody's in a rush over there to befriend this new guy, and and we know it's all about um, uh, looting the resources and. And getting a hold of the gold, and you know, in some cases, uh, the Chinese are over there, and they're they're buying up a lot of a lot of things, a lot of uh, natural resources and acts and land and things, and actually selling them back to us. We live we live there, and we're selling the stuff off, so it can be sold back to us at a higher price. And we're already there, and and all of these practices and 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 crazy crazy scenarios are the scenarios that have afflicted African nations uh from 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 top to bottom for some time and and what it proves is that the richness of this globe centered in Africa and it is downplaying on a lot of occasions there are so many distractions and things out there but for us here everything starts in our neighborhoods in our communities and the more we build on what we have and the power that we have here, the more we can start educating at these, at these venues, at these events, uh, through, through our media uh, advantages that we are growing right now, the more we can change this from inside, from at the core of where we are, you know, because there, there's so much going on out there. We can't build from the outside. We have to start building from the inside and it starts right in your neighborhood, right in your house, right in your classroom. But it also starts based upon the relationships that you're willing to reach out and share and invest in locally to to to, as a hand instead of as an independent finger. That's that's the wealth that we can still build off of whether we have startup capital or not that will come. Believe me, the money will come. It's coming for us. We know it. We see it. We're living it every day. And if it's a chip at a time, it's coming. But once, once the chips start adding up, it beco- it becomes a, and it becomes a huge movement. The Bay Area again, putting its mark on uh, urban um, urban America across the United States and even in global areas. Off of this continent. So I would like to thank everybody for uh, their participation in today's open forum. We'll have more for you uh, next week. And um, I'll let you uh, say something, Paul, Mr. Washington. If you'd like to take about 30 seconds, and I'm going to let Dr. Quake take us home. Uh, and then we'll sign off.
2: Well, i just like to add. Um, Listen to Doctor Quaker on the last statement. Um, it'd be an example. Now, I was just looking at what would be the what would be the call out, meaning we need to um, start showing by example. Meaning, there's some Black business owners out there, some homeowners out there. Um, I think we could start off by reaching out to the people that's already in the position that we're trying to show an example. And from there, let that grow into a committee of black leadership through economic empowerment, and then we create that wealth through the channels that we need to, as an individual. I would say, um, culture, and let that be how we strive through us. Meaning, I know we're about to do our things and get out, but I've always liked to, you know, help be in a position to be an example of. Black business owner, independence, um, what it is to work nine to five and also to create something on your own and independence, home ownership, um, mm-hmm. you know, even in our communities now, I was watching the program the other day and we still have a, a volume of single mother households, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, so the message would still have to be able to hit that household and communicate economic empowerment, you know, and look at the thing. I just give Uber as an example of an entity of a business that was just based on driving and getting people around. But That's something that we used to be. That was us. We was the chauffeur. We was the driver. Okay, so once we all get together collectively and physically, I can break down more where my head is at when I break down these examples. But those things now are empowering other cultures to be able to create some type of economic, um, sustainability, certainly, you know, certainly. so yeah. we're on a point, you know, as long as we keep moving forward, do we're doing, growing numbers. But I think if we go out with a message of black ownership and go by mm-hmm. example, of the people that are still in that, in that position, like we're trying to create, to have a medium mm-hmm. a media outlet. We need to create, keep creating that message of black empowerment okay, businesses, people doing what they got to do, but come together, meaning be an example for who you are to the community. It's real simple.
0: Yes, yes, very much so, very much so. Dr. Kwaku, you have anything else for us too?
1: Uh, Well, no, I I, I agree with Paul. Uh, Thank you very much, brother, for being on and sharing with us tonight. And certainly what you have suggested is is the – is the true indication of why we have come together to do just that. Uh, Mm -hmm. We are going to be active. You know, the one thing about being an active, if somebody asks you what that means, it means talking to talk and walking to walk. Mm -hmm. So we are going to be about the business of trying to connect up the dots to bring people together. We don't care where they come from, what education they have, what kind of job they do, because I know that we can come together as a group and if we're spending the kind of money we are spending as, as, as consumers, we can start to be consumers of our own products. And that's what we need to do. And with that, I'm going to say a whole tip and peace and love to everybody out there. And we'll see you here at the same time next week on T25CL uh, Entertainment. Uh, by, my name is Dr. Nina Anakweku. And while you're here, just go to the website, T25CL.com, and check out my book, Quite Out. And, uh, you know, check that out. And uh, that's a way that you can participate in helping us develop here at the station because part of the money goes to the station. I don't really make that much off it. That's not the objective. The objective is to get our message out there and at the same time, uh, you know, increase our revenue. And thank you. Hotep. Good night.
0: Well, you just heard it, everybody. This has been Soul Vibrations, and we'll see you Thursday. Thank you for tuning in. Bye bye.